Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. When we are connected to our most intuitive selves, we are really guided by something that is more wise. What are you ignoring in your life right now? What are you trying to silence? What are you scared of admitting to yourself? How much do you actually trust yourself? How often do you second guess your instinctual nature? The patience to trust yourself is a really beautiful quality that we can cultivate and curate. And it's about having grace with who we are, who we're becoming, who we will be. Intuition whispers before it screams. But you're awakening already, right? It's already happening. That's why you're here and why you're listening. Nothing is broken in your world. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be different. And yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal. What I've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not. If you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then, then what do you have? You have an act, right? Instead of a life. Hello everyone and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. This is episode 26. I am Vanessa Fontana. I am your host and if you are new here to Figuring Shit Out, Figuring Shit Out is a collective undertaking of self-help, coming of age, and finding and healing yourself in a world of flux. It is meant to help you as you expand and deepen the most important relationship you'll ever have, that with yourself. This episode is not our first guest episode, sadly. That episode is still awaiting some final items to make it the most resourceful it can be for you. I have gotten a lot of responses around guidebooks associated with figuring shit out episodes to help you 
take something away from the podcast episodes and really allow you to further deepen that relationship after the fact, after the podcast is over, if you felt called to journal or do something kind of guiding you through a summary of what was said and then some questions that you can ask yourself and some practices that you can start implementing into your life. So those will be coming alongside a website and a few other exciting things to really branch out figuring shit out. I don't have a timeline or a date for them, but I'm going to start working them and kind of murder boarding some ideas and getting some things together and testing some things out. So stay tuned for that. If you are a frequent listener of Figuring Shit Out, please rate the podcast. Tell me your thoughts on this episode. Tell me your thoughts on previous episodes. Your feedback is always welcomed. Your comments are always welcomed. They make me so happy. And I do take some time to respond to some of the DMs and things, but for the most part, I will always get back to you unless somehow I miss it. Um, but it just may take me some time. So if you're awaiting a response, <laughs> you will get one. So this week, I feel very connected to the notion of intuition. And this has been on my mind all week. And it's been on my mind actually for the past few months, because I think intuition is this beautiful sixth sense that you know we all have it is so deeply embedded into our survival nature into our mechanisms of life of our neural chemistry it almost can't be explained by science but it also can be because there are just subtle subtexts of body language of natural responses to things and when we are connected to our most intuitive selves, we are really guided by something that is more wise than our egoic selves know how to be at most times. And I think we have turned off our intuition. I talked a lot about this in my last episode in self-discipline as a form of self-love and learning how to listen to your natural rhythms and cycles. And this is almost a follow-up episode to that in a way really asking you how you can learn how to trust yourself, really asking you where are you not trusting yourself, really asking you where has your intuition come in and saved the day and saved you, and where are you not giving it the grace and the acknowledgement that it deserves to have more of a fullness in your life. And I think a lot of the time, people struggle between knowing what is intuition and knowing what is fear. Sometimes we have really pervasive anxieties and internalized thoughts that may seem like intuition, but they're not. And we have a hard time delineating between our intuitive compass and a fearful compass that is trying to simply keep us safe. And this is why it's really important to know where you are in your journey of healing, know where you are and have a pulse on where your mental stamina is, how clear you feel mentally, because the more clear that you feel mentally, the more that your intuition is going to be able to speak to you and the more that you're going to be able to make the choice in order to listen to it. Intuition whispers before it screams. That is a saying that has been on my mind for a while and it's been coming up more and more this week. I made a TikTok about it. And it's something that I felt throughout my entire life, this quiet knowing that this is not right or this is absolutely right. And it's this pull between this is what I feel and this is what I think I should do. This dichotomy, this energy of dynamic duality. And it is confusing a lot of the time because 
our intuition being the wisest part of us knows things that we don't know, knows things that almost can't be explained or justified by logic. And we talk ourselves out of our intuition so much of the time. To start this episode fully and kind of guide you through understanding and acquainting yourself with your intuition, I want you to think about all of the times that you've had a very particular feeling about something or someone and you went against that feeling because there was no justification for it and you thought, oh, maybe I'm just being crazy. And then maybe you found out that you weren't being crazy. Maybe you found out that you were right and you had that gut instinct, that guttural reaction that said, I knew it. I knew it. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew it. We've all had those moments where we meet a person who may be really nice on the outside, really, really kind, really happy and very giving with their compliments, but it feels disingenuous. There is an aspect to it that feels like it is coming from a place of want, from a place of they want something from you from a place of transaction and it's a subtle subtle feeling a subtle subtext that there is no true justification for but you can feel it you can feel when someone's energy is genuine and you can feel when someone's compliments are real and you can feel when they are gratuitous You can feel when they are trying to open you up or get something out of you. And the more and more that you're able to tap in to that intuitive sense, and the more and more that that intuitive sense shows you that it's most of the time very right, the more that you learn to listen to it, the more that you are able to get that vibe check on a situation or on a person and keep it in your back pocket, keep it as information. When this happens... There is a reaction of ours that follows, and it's usually a sense of suspicion. And the other person may feel that suspicion, but I would ask that you remain as objective as you can about your intuition. When you notice that intuitive sense, when you notice that something doesn't feel right, or maybe something feels really right, but it doesn't make sense, just sit with it. Learning to listen to your intuition is not about following a compass and taking action all the time. A lot of the times, it's just about having that quiet knowing, acknowledging that quiet knowing as something that is true for you, and waiting and observing and seeing what happens. In order to really learn how to use your intuition in the most dire circumstances where intuition could be the difference between life or death, you have to start following your intuition where it's easy and practice listening to that gut instinct. And to sort through what is fear and what is intuition, you have to intentionally quiet your mind. I know, I know, I know, I know. No one wants to do it. It's hard for everyone. But the more that you're able to ground and center your energy, the more that you're able to clear your mind on a daily basis, the more that you are able to listen. Meditating is not about taking out all of your thoughts. Meditating is not about removing all of the clutter of your mind. The objective of meditation is simply to be an observer. The objective of meditation is simply to look 
at your thoughts passing in your head as non-judgmentally as you can and notice that they are simply thoughts. They're simply reactions to feelings that are happening inside of you. And the more that you're able to watch them, watch them come, watch them go, not attach yourself to them, the more that you're able to notice that you are wrapped up in a thought loop that might not be good for you, the more that you notice that you are reacting instead of responding, that is all great information. It means that you're becoming more conscious. You're becoming more conscious of your mind. You're becoming more conscious of your mind's little games. You're becoming more conscious of the inner critic inside of you. You're becoming more conscious of the fact that that is not you and that you are the silent witness and the observer who decides whether or not consciously or unconsciously, depending on how much control you have been able to have over it through meditation and through a practice, you decide whether or not you want to listen to those things. And often, you know, we find that it truly is a practice. There are going to be moments of your life where you feel very clear, you feel very grounded, you feel very centered, you feel very able to listen, listen to other people, listen to the situation around you, listen to yourself. And other times you're going to be so confused, so scattered, so disoriented. It's going to be really hard. And that is all okay. One is not better than the other, but the more that we are able to really let ourselves be and let ourselves breathe and let ourselves have the thoughts, have the feelings, have the reactions, and know that we don't actually need to act on them, the more power that we have and the more able we are to listen deeply to our intuition. Something that I started doing a couple of months ago was first thing in the morning, I would get myself together just a little bit. And within the first 15 minutes, I would sit in silence for 15 minutes. Sometimes I would do a guided meditation depending on if I wanted to really be intentional with my energy, if I needed to listen to something and I could tell my mind was really scattered. But for a while, I really, really tried to get myself to sit in that 15 minutes of silence. And at first it was very hard and I'm getting back on that groove of doing it every day because I notice such a profound difference in when I'm doing it and when I'm not doing it. But what I noticed in weeks and weeks of doing this consistently and consecutively was my energy inside of my body, inside of my mind would at a certain point begin to quiet. The more that I let it happen, the more that I let my thoughts be thoughts, the more that I observed, the more I just became truly and fully embodied that observer. And it would help me so much throughout my day to be conscious of my thoughts, to be conscious of where I was, to realize when I was swept away in something that I didn't need to be swept away in. And it's crazy because how often do any of us actually sit in silence, intentionally sit in silence, just focusing on our breath or the air conditioning or the noises outside? How often do any of us actually listen I think about that a lot because I live in New York City and New York City is the hardest place to find grounding. It's the hardest place to find center, but it is the most essential place to find grounding and to find center. And I think about all the noises that are constantly ongoing outside of my window and how you step into the city and you feel the energy of everything and there's so much chaos and so much beauty and so many things all at once and how often do I take myself out of it actually and intentionally sit in silence? 
How often do you let yourself be quiet? And actually setting aside time for that is such a powerful thing because when you do that every day, you realize I haven't done this ever. I have never just set aside time for myself to be quiet, to be in silence. And it becomes a really precious thing because in those moments, I also notice that it becomes a lot more clearer to me what are thoughts, what are just mind-made projections, what are just mind-made forms of reality that my mind wants to get carried away with, and what is my inner voice? What is my intuition? What is my guidance system? What is my spirit and source telling me? It becomes so much easier to sort through that when you sit in it and you're able to actually identify that's a thought. I don't need to identify with that. That's not something I want to believe. That's a program. Let it pass, sit in the silence, and then see what happens after. The guidance comes to you, but you do have to let yourself be in a place where you are able to receive it. And usually that is through a certain quietness. When you are able to gauge the energy of situations and of people, what you are actually doing is listening. You are deeply listening to the subtexts of what's happening around you. You are deeply listening to not only the words that people are saying, but the way in which they're saying them and the underlying texts of things that may be embedded in them. And there is a clear distinction here too that your intuition is not paranoid. Your intuition doesn't look for suspicion to happen. Your intuition isn't inherently suspicious. Your intuition is your guidance system. And your intuition is there to protect you, but it is also there to guide you into your destiny, into your evolution. And so when you notice these things and you feel certain ways, there is a really, really important action of either taking action or simply allowing it to be and watching it play out. And guess how you know that? Guess which one you choose. That is all up to, again, listening to your intuition. You realize more and more that you've never really made a wrong decision. You've never really made a bad choice because it always led you to something that maybe you learned from, that allowed you to evolve more deeply, that allowed you to realize that this thing is what you do not want and that you needed to change your life. Every rock bottom you've ever hit has been for you to redirect yourself and all of it should be taken with a grain of gratitude because it is really what will guide you into your wisest knowing of self and your most deep expression of of who you are. It will let you get to know yourself. And so when you see that and when you realize that, you know that you've always been guided. You've always known what to do in a situation that got really bad. You've always had that instinct to listen to your intuition. And maybe it took your intuition screaming at you for you to be able to listen to it, but you still did. Your intuition whispers before it screams. And what that means is that there are always signs around us all the time. And the more and more that you are not fueled by emotion, if you are not fueled by this energy of chaos, the more that you are able to look beneath that surface level feeling and understand what may lie behind it. And that is why 
the meditation aspect is really important because it allows you to just have a pulse on your thoughts and your emotions and your behaviors before you actually act out those behaviors. It allows you to see where your natural impulses are and see if they align with your intuition, if they align with who you want to be. And most of the time we have a gut reaction to something. Something bad happens, for instance, and we immediately feel the emotion rise through our body and we usually act out of that emotion either through our words or through our actions or our passive aggressions, our subtexts, our body language. And being able to feel that emotion rise up in your body and not react to it is the most powerful thing in all situations of life and social situations and in your intuitive knowing because you know that emotions come and go. Emotions are not always the best guiding point for your intuition because emotions will drag you into a perpetuation of those emotions. They build momentum. You've ever had a bad day just because your morning started bad? You woke up late, you woke up scattered, and then you just couldn't get it right all day. All day, every single second of the day, there was just things happening and happening and happening, and it was a perpetuation of things. It's because momentum builds, energy builds, and when you do not take a second, five minutes, ten minutes to just center yourself and really observe that energy, that emotion, and see it for what it is, which is simply a source of energetic density that can either consume you or can pass if you allow it to pass, then you are able to recognize where your power is. You're no longer obstructed by it. Listening to your intuition is not always about the big life decisions, like where you should live or if you should stay in the relationship that you're in or if you should quit your job. If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What your life's purpose is, those are all really big and important questions that your intuition will guide you to, but you will not fully be able to listen to your intuition if you do not trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself to make those everyday choices and decisions from what you want to eat to who you choose to spend your time with, to what you want to wear, to what you want to say in the world. If you don't trust yourself to act in the smaller decisions of life, then those bigger decisions are going to feel like a heavy weight that are burdening you. And so the more you tune into that intuitive sense and you use it on a daily basis in the smallest of ways, like which way should I take to work today? Or what do I want to have for breakfast? Or looking through your closet and being like, who do I want to be today through my clothes? What is speaking to me? You know, when you don't know why you buy a book, but it just called to you and you buy it and it ends up being a book that you love or it changed your life, or you don't know why you took that particular route to get somewhere that one day, but you ended up meeting someone who ended up being very important to you. You don't know why things happened the way that they did until you do, until you do, and then you do. There are networks unfolding around us all the time, allowing us to have the opportunity to understand why the bigger picture is guiding us where it is guiding us. And we have to remember that we don't know everything. We think that we do, and we think that we have all the answers and the information, and that you know maybe if we're able to scour for them and do the research and be really suspicious, then we'll be able to know everything we need to know and get to where we want to go, and we'll have all the answers, and we'll have all the information, and it's just never going to happen. That is impossible because everyone is living through a lens of their own perception, their own experiences, and the world is colored by a multitude of those perceptions and experiences that you have absolutely no control over. You could not possibly have or know all of the information. And while that may be anxiety provoking, it should actually be very, very calming because it means that you don't really need to worry about the things that you're worrying about half the time. A lot of it's not in your control and it never has been, but all you do truly have control over is the way that you move through it. It's the way that you allow yourself to be through it all and how you take off the pressure of having to be something that maybe you are not because you know intuitively that it is not right for you. Some people think that there are more intuitive people than others or that their intuition is lost or that they don't have an intuition. And that's not true because we all have an intuition. It is literally built into our bodies and our chemistry. The more that you perhaps grew up in situations or went through situations that required you to be extremely observant of energies of other people, of situations that you may have needed to behave a certain way in, 
that intuition is what was guiding you to keep you safe. And a lot of it likely manifested as anxiety or fear. I know I have gone through this so much in my life because I grew up in a very chaotic environment where I needed to understand and learn the subtexts and the behaviors of other people in order to know how I was supposed to be in order to survive and exist. And then that ended up trickling into a lot of my social behaviors and actions. And I had a lot of social anxiety for a long time. And sometimes it still comes out where I would just be extremely perceptive of other people. And then I would be very perceptive of the fact that they were perceiving me. And so this intuition and this hyper-awareness of other people's energies really was clouding my own intuitive sense because it was then manifested into anxiety. And so I want to take that moment to ask you where your intuition has guided you and where have you perhaps allowed it to translate into a fear or to an anxiety when maybe it was telling you something else. What I've realized from that part of my intuition that manifested as an anxiety in social situations and around other people because of this fixed hyper-awareness is that my intuition was telling me that I needed to not be anything other than what I was. My intuition was telling me that it was okay to be quiet when I wanted to be quiet. My intuition was telling me that it was okay to listen and not speak. My intuition was telling me that I'm okay where I am and the consciousness that I had was truly a power to be able to observe, but not in order to manifest a fear about perhaps what other people thought of the way that I was, but in order to learn, to learn about other people and to see them as people and to see myself as no less and no more than anyone else. The thing is, we always know, right? Like, I think that we turn off a lot of our intuition and we pretend that we don't know, but really what happens is we have the knowing, we have the very simplistic knowing, the yes or no, the gut instinct, the answer, and then what we do is we layer over it a bunch of objections about logic and reality and the things in our life that doesn't allow us to listen to it, that doesn't allow us to follow it, that doesn't allow us to truly go after the things that we are called to go after. And so we silence it and we turn that lever down and we don't follow that voice. And so we forget that that voice is there and it gets mixed in with all of our other voices and we become very confused, but it's always there. It's always been there and you know it. I know you know it. I know you felt it. We've all felt it. So it's about finding it again. And you don't have to do anything. You simply have to listen. It starts in a very simple place. And that simple place is knowing that you are wise. You are wise. You are deeply, deeply wise. And you are allowed to listen to that inner voice, to that inner guide. You have to make the space. You have to make the space for it to come in. And sometimes that means coming home to yourself, which if you want to learn more about that, go listen to episode 25. But essentially doing what that means for you, wherever you feel clearest, going for a walk, turning off your phone, going for a run, taking a shower, playing the instrument that you don't feel you're very good at, but you like to play it anyways, you know, spending time in a place that soothes you and consoles you and centers you and creating the space to allow yourself to have those answers that you know are already within you and you know will come out. I can't count how many times I've been so confused about something and then in the moment 
I just silence all of that confusion and I put it away. I put it in a little box. The answer is there. It's ready for me. It's always been there and I see it all so clearly and I look at all the times where I thought I would never find it and I say to myself that's it that's the clarity that I was looking for and I needed to go through that confusion to get acquainted with it but did I have to make it that hard what could I have done to get closer to it sooner and then you get the answer and sometimes you don't like the answer and sometimes that means that you just need to trust it you don't have to do anything you don't have to go anywhere you just trust it Your intuition is the guiding point for your life. And the more that you are able to quiet, listen to it, spark it, you will hear it before it starts to scream. Because when it starts to scream, like the people outside my door right now, the people outside my window, it's chaotic. Things start happening. Your life starts feeling like it's in shambles because everything is pointing you towards what you do not want to see, what is right in front of you, what you do not want to listen to, what you've been rejecting, what you've been not hearing, what you've been trying to push out. This episode was intuitively guided. You know, I just had that circulating thought all week. The intuition whispers before it screams. The intuition whispers before it screams. And there are some areas of my life right now where my intuition is starting to scream and I'm listening to it. And There's a certain level of patience that you have to have with it because there is a balance of logic and reality where you can't make a rash or an emotional decision because then all of your power is given over to the emotions that may control the very fueled momentum of negative energy if that is what the situation is provoking. So it's about seeing it and it's about saying, okay, I see you, I acknowledge you, I am going to do something about this and I'm going to be guided into doing something about this. I'm going to know when the right time is and I trust myself enough to know that. It's that affirmation, that information and it really is about being conscious of what's going on in your mind, quieting your mind. What is repeating to you over and over again? What song are you singing on repeat? What are you filling your brain with and what is influencing you seeping into your subconscious that maybe is turning off your intuition, but more so, what is lighting it up? There are signs all around you trying to tell you things all the time, and the more that you start to listen to them, you start to see them, you start to acknowledge them, the more that you know it's real and you trust yourself. The patience to trust yourself is a really, really beautiful quality that we can cultivate and curate and it's about having grace with who we are who we're becoming who we will be your brain says one thing your heart says one thing your gut says another recruit all of them ask your brain what it thinks ask your heart what it thinks ask your gut what it thinks and then navigate through the integration of those things and use your intuition to pull out the necessary information to strengthen your path forward. We are designed in a way that allows us to use all of our faculties for our best interest and we isolate them. We put them in silos when really they should be feeding off one another. And the only way we're able to truly integrate them is by listening to ourselves and sitting with ourselves, getting to know ourselves more deeply, knowing what we need. It really is as simple as, what do I want to eat today? Let your intuition 
answer that for you. Listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your heart, and know how to decipher what is true for you and what isn't. And it is that simple. It really is that simple. Albert Einstein is famously quoted as saying, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Many people live in a survival mode. And that survival mode, what I was talking about earlier, that is instinctual. And instinct is a bit different from intuition. Instinct can guide intuition, but intuition is much more grounded in a sense of knowing, whereas instinct is a reaction, a response to something. Your instinct can be influenced by the intuition and so forth. But a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, who have lived in danger are always checking always trying to evaluate whether they can trust other people. There's a sense of suspicion there. And that is not intuitive. That is simply protective. That is a survival mechanism. And the intuitive knowing is, instead of knowing what is dangerous, you know that you can trust. You know that there is a impermanence to many things and there's no need to grasp so tightly onto something that is ephemeral. And so in connecting with the true deep intuitive sense, you naturally have a patience with the world around you and with yourself that allows you to know the urgency of which you feel intuitively will also guide you into action and you don't actually need to instinctually respond There is truly that gut instinct, and I've learned the hard way. I think we all have in many situations where something just looks good and it's not feeling good, but you talk yourself out of it time and time again, and you get hurt, and you may put yourself in danger, and you may really be grateful that it didn't lead to worse danger. I've been there many times, and it's through those situations where I've been able to learn, I will never not trust that gut instinct. I will never not ignore that instinct. If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. Trust that. Trust yourself. You know how to protect yourself. You have an inner voice for a reason. I think it's interesting that the intuition is often associated with the gut, the gut instinct, because the gut, the solar plexus region is where our power is, our power center. And the more connected to it we are, the more we're able to respond to it, to listen to it, the more that we are powerful in our nature of being guided. When we are disconnected from our gut instinct, we are disconnected from that region of energy that allows us to truly have that sense of knowing and of knowing when and of knowing how to take action when we need to. That trust trust so deeply embedded in that power center. So I want to ask you and leave off with a question around what was a situation that you knew before you had proof of it and physical reality wasn't right and you didn't listen to it? What was a situation that you knew was right and may have been kind of risky, but you listened to it? What were the results of the both of those things? What are you ignoring in your life right now? What are you trying to silence? What are you scared of admitting to yourself? 
write it all out on a piece of paper, write all of your emotions, all of your feelings, let yourself feel it non-judgmentally, and then sit with that. Take five minutes. If you have 10, great. If you have 15, amazing. And sit in the silence of what you have been ignoring and ask, ask your intuition what advice it has for you. And then without thought, without reaction, without judgment, speak the advice. Write it down. Trust it. Don't try to deeply decipher it, but you will be so surprised with what comes back to you. What has been a theme on your mind recently or a saying on your mind recently or something that you don't know why, but you just feel really connected to? Could be good. It could be scary. What has been pervasive lately in your environment of mental activity? And what could it maybe be trying to tell you? Ask your intuition. Don't ask your mind, but let your mind guide you to your intuition. Use all of that faculty. You can hear New York City outside my window. (laughs) I think living in New York has actually given me quite a sharp intuition because you have to be on very high instinct around here. Um, knowing what is right, what isn't right, kind of on a certain suspicious guard, but also knowing that not everything is dangerous and that there are many opportunities of beauty all around us and that if you armor yourself up with suspicion and distrust, then you actually block yourself from a lot of the goodness of your intuition telling you what is beautiful and right and will lead you to your highest self and your abundance. Final question. How much do you trust yourself, actually? Be honest. How much do you actually trust yourself? How often do you second-guess your instinctual nature, your intuitive nature? How much do you deny it and deny it and deny it? And how can you start listening to it in the easiest and most simple way? What are a few steps that you could take, some intentions in your life that you can integrate into your world That will allow you to connect with the part of you that speaks to you all the time and feel a sense of wholeness in knowing that you are wise and you always have been. Thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for being in this space with me. I can't even express how much love I have for sitting in my room and getting on my microphone and talking and holding space and having space and it's just the most beautiful and whole thing in the whole world and I'm so grateful for it and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who listens and who tells me that you listen and who doesn't tell me that you listen thank you so much and please let me know how this episode helped you how you liked it and please stay tuned for updates on things to come with figuring shit out the next evolution of figuring shit out and very soon I promise very soon I hate to be the one who says it's gonna be this day and it's not this day actually something else happened the guest episode will be up at some point if not next week then maybe the next week It will be up. It's ready. It's done. Okay. I love you guys. I hope you have the most beautiful week ahead. I hope you take this with you. I hope you let your intuition guide you through what you want to eat, what you want to wear. I hope you have fun with it. And I hope you know how powerful you are. And I hope you connect to that as often as you can. And I hope that this served as a reminder that you always, always can. Because if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then you don't have a life. You have an act. So go. Go live your fucking life. Okay, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. You got to look for the redeeming feature. You got to look for things to appreciate. 
You gotta find a reason to make it okay where you are. No, I've gotta strive and struggle and try. That's what I've been taught. Growth and expansion is my quest. No, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job. That if you're going to get that love and that respect that you've just so loved, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. And that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 